0: Again, welcome to Laundromat Insights. I'm your host, Randy Radke. Today we are talking franchise. And my guest today is a gentleman I've had the pleasure of working with for a number of years. Dan Bow, our General Manager of North America Franchise and Retail Operations. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Randy. Thank you. Glad to be here. So it seems like you've been in the industry kind of like myself for seemingly forever. How long has it been? How long have you been in the industry? I appreciate you dating me, Randy, but
1: um, <laughs> it's probably, well, it's definitely, it's more than two decades. So probably about 24 years, really holding a couple different manager management, senior management positions within Alliance Laundry Systems. One of them was I ran Speed Queen for North America and really through my whole career, I've I've always been in the laundromat space, so uh, I'm not sure where I took the right right turn to, to get there. But um, you know, I've I've been in you know living in Southern California, living in Chicago, relocating, doing things, and then running it from a,
0: a corporate level, but really all in the laundromat
1: space, and and, and I love it. So,
0: and that kind of dovetails in, into my first question. You know, we the Speed Queen Laundry franchise really started out as a corporate location kind of initiative talk a little bit about why this started out as a corporate store and then kind of transitioned into the franchise opportunity How, why was that important to go that route yeah it, it was important and it was also there was conflict with it right because as
1: being an industry leader and in speed queen you know us owning our own store was it, it really shook the status quo and it, it was uh it was sort of like laundromat Armageddon for a while. But the purpose of us getting into our own stores wasn't to to be a major store owner. The purpose was we, we looked ahead, and this was probably in 2014, 2015. We looked ahead as a management team and really with the laundromat space specifically said, where is it going to be in five to 10 years? Where do we think it's going to be? And, and then maybe where do we want it to be? because we we looked at the space and it was, you know, 26,000 plus laundromats in North America. At that time it was 70% one person owning one store, one of the last fragmented industries left in North America. And and we knew technology was gonna be a, a big disruptor in that. There was a reason in other Fast casual or, or uh, fast food—you know—other franchises. Technology was the big disruptor, where somebody could own twenty Taco Bells, and it was processes and it was technology that allowed that franchisee or investor to do that. And that did not exist in the laundromat space. So, as a company, we decided the best way for us to to learn the pain points, everything from finding the real estate, negotiating a lease purchasing a building to operations, grand opening. How do you ramp fast? How do you minimize loss? And how, how do you do this in a way that you can manage multiple stores and, and really not be in the store? Because what we when we look five to 10 years ahead, we saw an industry that was changing and you had a lot of investors looking at our industry that weren't necessarily trying to buy themselves a job, which typically you know, a lot of in in the past and and how I started, that was really how a lot of investors looked at the space. And so so we set up a system and we decided to do two pods, one of stores, two pods of stores, one in Georgia and one in South Texas, and really create this processes. And and then by doing it, understanding where the technology was missing, which was the big thing, right? And I know you're probably going to ask some questions about the the technology, really, it was from discovering the pain points of a laundromat owner and then figuring out and solving for those pain points, both, again, with processes and technology.
0: You know, you're one of the folks, actually, that that really helped me when I was starting to learn this business and and really share your insights about what the laundromat industry was like. You obviously have that, have a wealth of experience. Did you... Did you learn things during that phase of rollout that even surprised you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think as a company we did, but for me personally, absolutely.
1: You know, we we challenged, and, and when we went at this, Randy, we said, if we're going to do this, we're going to challenge as many status quo's as possible because it's hard to, you know, once you, you're in the, an industry for so long, you sort of start, you know, things are gospel. And so we said, if we're going to do this, we're going to make this Brand new, good experience for our customer. We're going to have at every turn, you know, somewhere that is is a great experience, and and we really geared it towards families, you know, mom, dad, and kids. And, and in doing so, it really opened up our eyes, and my eyes. That I mean, it was overwhelming how our industry didn't treat the customers for the most part as well as they expected to be. Because in other parts of their life, you know, they're going to other retail, other service retail, other retail in general. And that group had to, that group of retailers had to up their game, right? There was a lot of pressure from different, you know, co-tenancies to get that business. And they all went, you know, retail went to a, a really customer experience focused model where in laundromats, it just didn't exist. So it was pretty eye-opening to 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 see how we challenge that, and then how it stuck, and probably one of the more re- rewarding things about doing this whole thing for me, is—is is this the customer feedback and the employee feedback? Like, wow, this looks like a Starbucks of of laundromats. This is this is awesome, right? And 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 the employees just loving to work there. So changing that whole perception and model of, of what a laundromat is, and then proving that it can be very successful. And you can manage it without being there all day. Those are
0: eye-opening. What am I going to find when I walk into a Speed Queen laundry franchise? Clean, safe, friendly is, is the experience. So it's, it's
1: beyond just what we offer. So when we have a customer walk through the doors, we want there to be 10 things and, and maybe intangible things that they go, you know, I like being here. I feel better about myself for being here and i can point to a couple things but but there's just a lot to it so one of them is how our our staff interacts there's so many laundromats that you go in that are either not staffed or if they are staffed there's somebody folding clothes behind a counter with earbuds in that wasn't our model that we went for so just having somebody there somebody friendly out on the floor helping and then you know with the ipads and the and the kids we developed Probably 15% of the space just to be a good experience, somewhere nice to sit while you're, you know, there for 60, 90 minutes. And that was a that was one of the status quo's that a lot of the industry leaders said, we're we're going to fail because you, you gotta jam a laundromat with, you know, everywhere you turn, you can put a quarter in, in the old days. And we said, we think mom is gonna drive by two, three, or four laundromats to come to our laundromat. And we're going to get that volume, and our top line revenue is going to be higher because of the experience that we're offering. Whether it's the, the lounge chairs, the the high bandwidth on the the free Wi-Fi, the uh, the iPads, and the educational games for the kids, the friendly staff, the really dedicated, clean uh, of the laundromat, and so all of those things together really kind of started the the Speak Queen laundry experience, and that's the model that we're going through with franchise franchisees right now.
0: So it's, it's beautiful. It's high tech. It, it's utilizing open space, all these great things that, that elevate our industry, which is fantastic, but you got to poke holes in it. So I, so I ask you, and I'm sure you get this question all the time. Why do I want a Speed Queen laundry franchise? Why don't I just open up Randy's mega mat? Sure. I mean, Ten years ago, I
1: I would I would not have an answer for that because that was the industry. But as you look, number one at it is a good industry. It's a stable industry, even through pandemics and recessions. Right. So you get a lot of investors that are looking to diversify their portfolios that come into our industry. And, you know, once they look at the inventory out there, it's old you know it's dirty it perceived to maybe unsafe they're like this this isn't the space for me so so we knew there was a different type of investor coming in but once you start running these laundromats and putting the time into the onboarding from construction to grand opening to faster ramps to ongoing customer acquisition and retention to technology loss prevention to, you know, procedures and employees and hiring and firing and and all of that. There's not enough time in the day for Randy's laundromat to do all of that. There's just not. You Even if it's your full-time job, there's just not enough time in the day. So you have this power of a billion-dollar company that's thrown six years of trial and error at creating all of this stuff and creating these models and our stores do our corporate stores and our franchise stores do extremely well. And there's a reason for it. It, It's just, it's a dedicated process and it never stops. There's no complacency ever, but it's done and set up in a way that a lot of it's at your fingertips and a lot of it's at the learnings and our staff, our franchise success managers that come in on a weekly, monthly, quarterly basis over the phone, online portals, video trainings, all of that stuff, uh, and then marketing, which is so important. You know, we have a customer that's could be unbanked and undocumented. They n- they may move frequently. They're not that easy to to find, but once you figure out how to do it. You got a recipe, right? So so I, I just think, you know, for the type of investors that are going to be attracted to our industry to get the returns, to do it in a way that they can still have other businesses because every franchisee we have has another business. This isn't buying a job, right? So so there's just not enough time in the day, I, I think is, is the main thing for Randy's laundromat to be as successful. And um Better use of, of all of your time, Randy.
0: Expanding on that, so I, I know there are folks out there who are already in the industry and look at the franchise option and and it's attractive to them. So if I already operate Randy's Mega Mat, but I'm thinking the franchise route is something I want to explore, what are the the, the things that I'm going to immediately notice that are different versus me? opening up a laundromat, working strictly with a laundry equipment distributor. How does that uh, customer experience feel different to me? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have a, a team behind you, right? From finding the right
1: location, that that's a partnership, but we also put a lot of resources into that. To getting the right lease, the letter of intent. Many store owners uh, are very good at leases. Many are not. You know, Speed Queen, we, we've been in with the big REITs, the the major commercial retail owners and and we've gotten embedded into them. So as far as getting better locations, having a better lease, I think we bring a lot to that. Then once that lease is executed, we have an entire team of marketing ops, you know, here's when the grand opening banner needs to come on. This is when the grand opening is. We're coming in, we're training. Uh, we have a technology and facilities management team, you know, which is which is huge, right? I mean, we didn't know what we didn't know with facilities management, but we do now. And you know, we have a whole list with reminder emails from everything from maintenancing of HVAC to sliding doors to to you name it. Those are just uh, huge, huge savings and benefits. And then, of course, it's it's just the non. There's no stopping, right? It's It's just an aggressive customer acquisition and that top line keeps growing. So I think it's the support and the the knowledge. It's all of that. So and then again, it gets back to there's not enough time in the day. So if you're an existing store owner, you know what you want to do. You may know the industry as well or better than anyone. But having the time of day to create all of these
0: things to make your four walls sing better, it's the same situation. Turnkey is a popular term. How close to turnkey is this? We have
1: uh, a number of options. If we find locations that we really like, we secure them and we'll just build it out. You know, we'll we'll have it. You can come. Here's the keys. But then it's turnkey from the ops and the marketing and the facilities management and technology and all that support that you get ongoing after that. Uh, And then we also have where whether we help you find a location or you find your own location, you know, we approve it. We've as a company done over two billion dollars in loans to the laundromat industry in North America. And we're pretty good at securing a location or knowing what a good location is. But, you know, once we approve that, then we'll have our, our whole team and we have weekly project calls to keep everything on schedule, hopefully make the, the build go as efficiently as possible. The biggest thing is get that ramp started right away and start making money.
0: I spoke with one owner about their decision to get in, get into the franchise structure. And they had mentioned that they felt it removed complacency from the equation, meaning if I was running a, a new business, this, this was a new business for them. If they were running it on their own, they would set the projections and hit a hit a certain percent. And they felt like there could be the possibility of getting complacent and saying, We've we've arrived, that's the number we want to hit, we're gonna keep it there. But that the franchise structure, having someone in their corner with a with also a vested interest, let's be frank, right? When when one wins, we all win. But they felt like that structure gave them the best opportunity to reach next level success. Is that kind of what you're hearing from folks? Yeah. I mean, it
1: It starts financially and then it, it's, it's a partnership. So, you know, we have with our asset facility, we finance the project. I mean, build out everything, right? And, and investors can get in, franchisees can get in for as low as 10% equity. So we We usually have more skin in the game than anybody. So we're going to make sure it's a good location and it's going to succeed. The second thing, which is as important, especially as you start changing an industry and rolling it out with a franchise model, those franchise stores can't fail. They just can't. They have to do as good or better as our corporate stores. So there is is a, a willingness and understanding and a partnership that we are all in it together uh, and, and those stores have to succeed. And I think from, you know, a comfort level of an investor, you know, I mean, our royalty is 4%. Is, it, is my time worth that? Is the, the lower risk worth that? And, and that's where a lot of it's coming in. And people are, are giving us that same feedback that says, I, I like having this big company behind me with experience, making
0: sure that I succeed. And you have a built-in sharing quality to it, correct? I mean, when when you have a franchisee in Long Beach or wherever, and they're having a great experience with a certain campaign, the rest of the group benefits from that. There's a sharing that goes on because we all want to be highly successful.
1: Yeah, that's, that's actually one of the more awesome things of a franchise. Like I said 10 years ago, if I would have said, I don't think franchise can work in, in the laundromat industry, where I was wrong is if you have your store, any success that you do, you're not sharing that. And any failure that you do, you're not sharing that. And as we built our 14 stores, we had our share of failures for sure. And we had our share of successes. And so just getting that involved with an investor, and then you got really talented entrepreneurs out there that are that are coming on as franchisees. And they're teaching us stuff every day. It, it, it's, it's a whole community. And then we have a team and a platform set up to ensure we learn the good, the bad and the ugly from not only ourselves, but each franchisee. And then we're able to disseminate that and share that with all the other franchisees. So it's, it's,
0: it's really probably one of the more awesome parts of having a franchise network. Definitely the, the future for this looks bright. I mean, there's going to be increased focus on, on growing that, that franchise pool. But I have to ask, right, because the, the elephant in the room is, can franchise coexist with independent owners? Is, is Speed Queen looking to take over this, this business and run everyone else out? How do you answer that? Yeah, I would say absolutely not. I mean, there's there's
1: so much bandwidth out there. There's there's so many markets that have bad laundromats, just to be frank, just, you know, old, tired, dirty. A, lo- a lot of, you know, old time laundromats that are looking like that, people, ne- they just took the money out and they never took the money back in. So there's opportunities, whether it's a franchise or not. This is one product that we call the franchise a product at Speed Queen, because we know there's going to be a lot of different types of investors looking for this type of product. And there's also going to be investors that aren't looking for this type of product. We, we totally embrace that and understand that. And that's how that's how we go about it. You know, Speed Queen is is our flagship brand globally. We have thousands of people that show up in our Ripon, Wisconsin plant every day to make the equipment, and we're, we're there to support it all. So, so you, the best way to look at the franchise in Speed Queen is it's a product offering that we did not have and the industry did not have for investors coming in looking specifically for something like like this. Do you see other players coming to the table in the future? Oh, sure. sure. I mean, since we started doing this, there's, of course – going to be other players coming in. And that's a good thing because it just elevates the industry as a whole. So we don't look at that as a bad thing. You know, ha- having multiple, you know, reputable franchise brands out there in our industry is good for everybody.
0: Since you've taken on this role, what, what's been the highlight? What do you get excited about? Probably the the biggest one for me
1: personally and it's something that I, I talk about with with our team on the retail the franchise side with Speed Queen is how many chances do you have in a lifetime to be at the tip of a sword refreshing an entire industry? You know, I mean, it's very rewarding to see that rollout. And, you know, when you see other competitors coming in, you know, smart guys that are Are putting up a franchise model i mean it's it's just rewarding that you just see this push from a perception of a laundromat industry that has been poor in the eyes of commercial real estate owners uh certain investors certainly certain consumers and customers changing that into something that's that's pretty pretty cool so that's probably it and then probably circling back to you know, more more granular on the local level, like I said earlier, when you have a mom come up to you and just thank you that, you know, she doesn't have to have her sister watch her kids because they wouldn't let her do the laundry, but now they're just at the iPads and learning and playing games. And then we even have husbands that just thank you so much for, for having a nice, safe place for my wife to come and a nice chair for her to sit in and you know, all of it. That's uh, it's equally as rewarding when you hear it right from the customers.
0: Customer experience. We keep we keep hammering that term. Customer experience is key, and and people definitely deserve a, you know a higher level when they when they come in. And you know what we focused on
1: the first you know four or five years was let's take the core laundry business and become experts at it. Let's try a lot of things. Let's make mistakes. Let's learn from the mistakes and let's go out there and do it. And, and we were really focused on inside the four walls for the most part and just being as successful as possible. Well, the fun part comes now we're going outside the four walls to bring in business, uh, to, to our stores and to our franchisees. And there is just a plethora of ways to do that. And, increasing your your revenue and ultimately your net operating cash flow and your EBITDA. And we're spending the money. We're, we're, we're doing the trial and error. We're doing a lot of things now outside of the four walls to bring in more revenue
0: for, for the stores and the franchisees. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, you sold me down. I'm I'm in, where do I go if I want to get more information about Speed Queen Laundry? Yeah. The the best place to go, Randy, is franchise.speedqueen.com. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Dan, for joining us on the show. Yeah. Thank you, Randy. It's good to talk to you. Absolutely. And thanks to our listeners for joining us. And we'll see you next time and share more Laundromat Insights.